Let's celebrate life with a little bubbly. Welcome to Bubbles of Wisdom podcast. I'm Maggie, a law librarian with strong family values and a small business owner who offers a lodging alternative to hotels. My superpower is connecting people to resources. And I'm Danny, an entrepreneur, portrait photographer who happily captures the wonders of all my subjects. I'm an optimist who believes that the cup is always half full. The goal of this show is to inform and entertain you, the woman over 50. You are comfortable with who you are and excited about the future. Our mission is to celebrate your challenges and triumphs with a glass of bubbly. At every show, we will introduce you to a new sparkling wine, Prosecco, or champagne from various regions of the world. So sit back, relax, let's have some fun as we embrace life. Twenty twenty was a year we will never forget. Global pandemic, massive unemployment, racial strife, protests, struggling businesses—you name it, it occurred in twenty twenty. Very true, very true. But also, twenty twenty was a year of the pandemic pivot, as everybody kept saying. It was a year to reinvent oneself and one's business. It's not a new concept, but in twenty twenty. Folks really, really made a massive shift to keep their businesses afloat. If you ever wanted to do something different, 2020 was the year to start. And that's absolutely true. And that's why when we started talking, Mm -hmm. we decided to start this podcast. We thought, you know, why not reinvent ourselves? Why not do something different? Why not put yes. what our thoughts out there Very for true. the world to, to comment and to listen? Totally, totally. Me, what I keep telling people, I'm like, don't you remember? Everybody kept saying 2020, the year of clarity. Well, ask and you shall receive. <laughs> we certainly got clarity. We certainly did. <laughs> it's been hard, but it's also been good. For some parents who were home with their kids, it was the best of time. I mean, that a lot of them would not have been able to spend all that time with their kids if it wasn't for the pandemic. And when we started this discussion about the podcast, remember, we kept grappling about the the why. Exactly. The why. Exactly. Why? What's our why? We, Uh We kept trying going back and forth on that because we really couldn't nail it. But why would anyone want to tune in yes. and listen to us? Yes, right? why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> so our why sort of is still evolving. But yes. according to a 2019 article by the New York Times, older populations and consumers who have trillions of dollars of buying power are often ignored by marketers. Yes, that is so true. Women our age are not being seen anymore. They have become invisible, and especially Black women, I have to say. Yes, and being ourselves, we're part of this statistic, right? Yes, we totally are. We totally are. (laughs) So we wanted to join the conversation. You know, we want to change the imagery and feature older Americans leading productive lives. We want to empower aging. Yes, Yes, my girl, you said it, empower aging. But more than that, we want to celebrate. Yes. Yes. And that's why we have the bubbles, right? Yes, that's why the bubbles. (laughs) (laughs) 
What are bubbles? It's champagne, sparkling wine. One of my favorite sparkling <laughs> wine. <laughs> so basically the bubbles to, to us means it's a quintessential expression of celebration. That's what bubbles are. So what better way to celebrate aging and embracing everything that comes with it? So we decided to add bubbles to every show. And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so the goal of the show mm-hmm. is to inform and entertain. Yes, and yes. so on a biweekly basis, we will be interviewing dynamic guests. Yes. And at times it will be just the two, just of, the us, two of us. Right? We get along well. Exactly. Why not? Why not? <laughs> exactly. And we'll also be discussing new bubbly. Yes. New, new... Oh my God. That I'm excited about. I'm totally about the bubbly. <laughs> And so let's introduce ourselves to our audience. Absolutely. So we're cousins. Yes. We're both born in Haiti. Mm-hmm. We spend the early part of our childhood with our grandmother in Haiti while our parents emigrated overseas to start a new chapter of their lives. As Maggie, mm-hmm. who am I? So, I mean, I haven't cured cancer, nor have I brought peace to the Middle East, but I still have that in the back burner because I plan to do that. My parents emigrated to the States and they landed in Boston. I'm one of six, the only girl and the middle child. Mm. And no, I do not suffer from the middle child (laughs) complex. (laughs) I was seven years old when we moved to Boston. And it was a real shock to the system. My brother and I had to learn a new language. We had to learn how to speak English. So we were in these ESL immersion classes. Mm -hmm. And actually to this day, I am still in touch with one of my teachers from there. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, yes. He actually married a Haitian and he lives in Haiti. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> so and part of that, we also had to develop a relationship with our parents, right? Because we didn't know them. And so we're like, they were these, gone they've for gone a while. for a while. Yes, yeah. So yes. we had to rebuild that relationship. True. So that's part of my experience. And my experience is very similar to you. I mean... Well, first of all, I'm Danny, <laughs> the other part of Bubbles of Wisdom. So basically myself, to introduce myself, I would say I'm a business owner. I'm a mother. I'm a wife. I'm a grandmother. Or may I, should I say a grandma? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> My parents, unlike yours, decided to emigrate to Montreal. So that was a good thing for us because we grew up speaking French and already in Haiti, we spoke French. So That made things a little easier, Mm -hmm. although being in Montreal, there was that huge accent, that French Quebecois accent. My parents had such a hard time understanding. (laughs) 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 And you remember when you used to come every summer, all your your family would come every summer. It was not easy for us as kids growing up in it. It was fine. But for my parents, it was the hardest time. So, yes, I'm a middle child as well. From a family of seven, five from my mom. And unlike you, Maggie, I think I do have a little bit of the middle child sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I do. I have this constant desire to please. And I think it may come from that. Oh, possibly. Yeah. I always thought the middle child syndrome was more about attention. Me, 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 me. Look at me. It's well, they do have that because nobody's looking at them. Yes. So that's why they crave the attention. They crave the 
the confirmation that yes, you do, you do matter. Right. Yeah. But I think to your point, perhaps your desire to please is a portion of that because mm -hmm. you do get the attention yes. you seek by yes. pleasing. By pleasing. Exactly. Yes. yes. That's why after we talked about it, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe that's where it comes right. from. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm getting better. And that's the part of aging. Yes. As yes. you age, it's like, yeah, sure. Absolutely. I don't care so much anymore. <laughs> So for me, Maggie, <laughs> I spent most of my life in Boston. I did my undergrad at Boston University mm -hmm, with remember. a bachelor's in international relations. I had carved out a title for myself, international <laughs> attache. <laughs> <laughs> and I worked at various law libraries. And then I subsequently pursued a degree in library and information sciences from Simmons. I am now a corporate librarian by profession. I've worked at some of the top law firms in Boston. And actually, a job brought me to New York. <laughs> I moved here about 14 years ago. And funny enough, I never thought I would live in New York. I was not a fan. Yeah. I thought there were way too many people. Sensory overload. I was like, ah. <laughs> but and unlike, and here, you and here I am. <laughs> still here 14 years later and enjoying it. Yes. And enjoying that. it. And to be honest with you, I'm not really sure where else I could live after okay. living in New York. It's actually quite difficult to New match York does that. that to you. Eh? It really does. It does that to you. Yeah, although I don't consider myself a New Yorker because I I'm still either. a transplant, right? Because I've I only been either. here 14 mm -hmm. years. So, But it's hard to right. move on to something else after being in New York. I agree. It's like, okay, there are certain things about New York. Like, where am I going to find that? Exactly. Or like when we go to Florida, I'm like, well, I just want to go and walk to places. Yes. You go in five minutes and you have to take the car. Yes, that's true. You walk everywhere in you New York. You walk everywhere. And the culture, the oh diversity. You know, so many time. shows. Well, oh. not so much during the not pandemic. Lately. Not lately. <laughs> Let's be real. However, in due time, things will open up again for yes. sure. For yes, sure. we hope so. We hope so. We hope so. And unlike Danny, I'm single, no children, and passionate about my family, mm. friends, music, and I adore the beach. Oh my God, let's not go there. She's <laughs> a real beach bum. Absolutely. In the summer, if she has just a couple of hours, you'll find her at the beach. And it's not like she lives by the beach, you know? <laughs> But yeah, she's always at the beach. <laughs> Absolutely. I will wake up at the crack of dawn to get to the beach. <laughs> well, me, I had my son at 19. So being a teenage mother has taught me a lot. It was hard at the beginning, but it has built me up where I feel that I'm very strong today. Yeah. It has taught me so much, mm -hmm. taught me how to love unconditionally. Yes. Oh, my God. And if it was to be done, I would do it all over again. Wow, that's great. All over. And today I'm so proud of my son. Well, and of course, being Haitian, I was pregnant at 19. So the, the only thing that was to be done it was you getting married. Shotgun wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I married very, very young. But after seven years, we ended up divorcing. And, you know, it is what it is. So I pretty much raised my son on my own. I've been in the customer industry for most of my life, mm -hmm. most of my professional, professional life. I love hospitality. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That's my jam. I was managing front office for one of the hotels that I worked at. And 
Then when I moved here to New York, I went back to customer service and Mm -hmm. hospitality again. Although between that, like in my late 30s, I went back to school Mm -hmm. and I graduated in public relations and ended up working for the government of Canada for almost 10 years, actually. I was in Ottawa for a good uh, 10 years. So I worked there for quite a while. And that was a great job because you traveled a a lot with that That job. That was a great job. Yes, yes. And that's what kind of brought me here. (laughs) A friend of mine was coming to New York to visit some friends. And that's how I met my husband. Yes. And we had an eight-year-long-distance relationship. Call me crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, it worked out for us. And here I am today. So I've been in New York for now 11 years. I know. And I was so happy when you moved to New York because you're the closest family here that I have. And we've gotten really close since you moved to New York. Yes. Yes. We discovered that we had so much in common. And that's kind of interesting to see because we didn't think we had that. No, that's true. Right. Because the few times we spent with each other was mostly in the summers in Canada and at various family functions, but we really gotten to know each other and gotten did, really close, we did, yes. you know, and, and we support each other. We do, we, we do, do. through everything, good times and bad times, yes. we're here for each yes, other. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and with a with the drinking too, we're here for each other. <laughs> <laughs> a little bubbly never hurt nobody. Never hurt nobody. <laughs> Well, tell me about when you turned 50, Maggie. Well, first of all, I couldn't believe that I turned 50. It felt surreal. I mean, I celebrated because you have to have a a 50th birthday party. You know, it's like a seminal date. So I didn't completely embrace it, though. Okay. But I do enjoy the freedom that turning 50 affords me. I feel like I can do whatever I want. I can go wherever I want. It's liberating. Yes, it is. And I, but I also think, how the hell did I turn 50 and where did the time go? That script runs in my mind all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, for myself turning 50, I know one thing has changed. Remember I was saying before as a middle child trying yes. to please everyone? Oh, that's done. I'm more about pleasing me first. Yes. And turning 50 has done that for me. It's basically like you feel like, OK, I'm on the, the other side now. Yes. You know, when you turn 25, it's like, oh, my God, I'm an adult and oh, a quarter of a century. But 50 is like, OK, that's it. I don't have as much time left. Yes. So I want to make the best of it. Absolutely. And for myself, when I turned 50, I actually decided to start my photography business. Yes. yes. And that meant so much to me. Being a photographer for me means that I'm finally going to have something, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to leave a legacy. Yes. Not that I'm finally, but I have something that I'm going to be able to leave behind. Yes. And we have that picture in the family that I adore of our, our great grandparents. Yes, yes with that's their right. Kids and their grandkids. Yes. And your mom is there, my, my mom. dad is Yes. There. And we all, everyone we in the family all have, have, a, have copy a copy of that picture. It's beautiful. I love it. And whenever I look at it, I'm like, this is what I want for yes. others. I want them to have a picture like that that I've taken for them and mm-hmm. that they have it on the wall and their grandkids are like, yeah, that's grandpa, that's grandma. So yes. I really want to make a change in that sense. So maybe I'm not going to cure cancer, but I'm going to be able to still leave some You know what? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you are. That is a legacy. Absolutely. <laughs> but another thing also, I feel that I had let myself yes. go. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. those are the things that I really want us to address because turning 50, I focused everything on business, 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 business. 
And I kind of let myself go. Right. I'm not exercising as much. Right. I totally admire you for your yoga, girl. I have to say thank you so much. And yeah. at the beginning of the year, the past few years, I've been enjoying my Bikram yoga. I absolutely love the heat. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would I come can't. out of that room. <laughs> I felt so great. Oh. And oh. at the beginning of the year, I had my routine. I was exercising. And then the pandemic hit. Oh, yes. And I lost a dear friend of mine. Yes. And girl, so, man. yes. Oh, my God. That's so, so Yes. That was really Really difficult, and that really put me in a different mindset, and I really couldn't get motivated yes. to work out. Although I did have YouTube at home, but I gained the pandemic thirty and then some. <laughs> <laughs> and for one of the shows, we will definitely discuss yes. fitness. Yes, definitely, we will. We will. We have so many subjects for the upcoming shows. We do want to talk also about finances I, and saving for the retirement. Extremely important. Extremely important, yes. especially. In this economic climate, we're not sure how we're going to come out of this pandemic, true, right? True. We don't know what it's going to look like. How long is it going to last? We have no idea. I mean, I almost shut down my business. Right. right. That's how hard it's been. Right, right. Because, yeah. right, because although the government is, have been trying, mm-hmm. they've had some some loans, but it's difficult to have it's a difficult. business without the people. Right? True, true. Right. Very difficult. And of course, we'll be talking about aging. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. That entails aging bodies, <laughs> aging parents, etc. Yes, and we got to talk about sex too. That's part of life. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much happening down there. We need to make sure we mention it too. <laughs> or not happening down there. <laughs> individuals come to also teach us about bubbly right yes that's gonna be fun yes (laughs) we wanted to do this show to introduce ourselves and basically to introduce our first bubbly yes (laughs) our first bubbly this is going to be so exciting so let's just grab the bottle yes yes and so as we're oh yay Yes. So. So, yeah. So this first bubbly, you just mm-hmm. heard the cork. You heard it pop. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, we decided to go with one of the bubblies that we actually have been drinking quite a bit. Yes. Yes. So we decided to have the Brut Rosé from Verclico. Yes. And so it's made from 50 to 60 different I can never mm-hmm. even say that. And then 30 um, to 45% of reserve wines. The cuvee is based on the brewed yellow label's traditional blend of 40 to 48% Pinot Noir, mm-hmm. 13 to 18% Meunier, and 25 to 29% Chardonnay. And uh, as we look at it, the color, yes. although it's called the rosé, I would say it's more like a copper you. Huh? What do you think? Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. It does look a little bit copperish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as we, the aroma, it's a burst of uh, fruits. And I was even, I even went online to take a look at what they said mm-hmm. about it. And I agree. It is a burst of uh, red fruits. It has some really, they were saying it's like uh Viennese pastries. Ooh, Viennese pastries. Viennese Ooh, pastries. So I delicious. Thought, oh, how interesting. I'm I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah, I'm going to try to see if I taste that. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm not sure if I taste the Viennese pastries, mm-hmm. but it is absolutely delicious. Mm. Mm. It is delicious. It is. It is very yes. delicious. And cheers. Cheers. Yes. Cheers. So this is to our this is to our first show. Yes. Our introduction show. 
To bubbles of wisdom. To bubbles of wisdom. Yes. <laughs> Cheers to that. Mm-hmm. Mm. So basically, we just want to say we are looking forward to talking with you all. Yes. We would like to thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this show, this first introduction Justin. show. Yes. And we'll see you on the... You can follow upcoming. us on Instagram. Yes, yes. We're at Bubbles of Wisdom on Facebook. Yes. We are followers at Bubbles of Wisdom. Mm-hmm. And so... And we are about to start a TikTok because I am the one <laughs> kind of crazy about all the social media. She is. She is like so social Maggie media. Like, oh, I'm like reserved. I'm like, oh my God. I don't do videos. I don't really, I mean, I barely do video. I do, I do, I take pictures. I do yes, selfies, but not videos. <laughs> so Danielle is definitely the social media guru of this partnership. <laughs> so we look forward to meeting you all, whether it be online or you coming to uh, listen to our podcast. Yes. And see you soon. See you soon. Cheers, Cheers to aging gracefully. Yes. Thank you for listening to Bubbles of Wisdom podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with your BFFs. You can find all our information and join our mailing list at bubblesofwisdom.com. You want to keep this conversation going? Follow us on social media, Instagram at Bubbles of Wisdom, Facebook, Bubbles of Wisdom, and of course, Twitter at Bubbles underscore Wisdom.